punk rock, street trash, wastelands. And here are your hosts, long-time partners in slime, Adam Obscene and Mark and Mark. Hello world, this is Wastelands, I am Adam Obscene, and with me as always is the mighty, 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 Mark and Mark. Hey, Adam Obscene, thank you for that yet again auspicious introduction, it's great to be with you tonight. Marco, uh, we are back remoting it in. We're still in the kick of watching movies that are oh. so bad geared. Um, We've got one tonight, mate. Let's uh, give the Lossner a little taste of the action. It began as a game. What it became was the ruthless murder of an innocent family. That man killed my wife and kids. Leaving a father and son to defy a lawless breed. Can you find him 300 bucks? Cheating the system. You got to make him pay. Planning the terror. Here he comes. I'll get him. For them, it's still only a game. For Joey Rosso, the vengeance is real. Rolling vengeance, because the police aren't fast enough. Gonna wanna know about this. The laws aren't tough enough. And one man alone just isn't enough. Damn straight. Yep, I agree with all of that. Considering what's going on in this town, holy... Mate, um, Rolling Vengeance is a 1987 Canuxploitation film from Canada. Um, Hello, Canada. You put me onto this one. Yeah. I actually absolutely. hadn't seen it before. Can you tell me, Marco Mark, how did yes. you trip over this piece of scuzz? <laughs> but after all the stuff I've watched on YouTube, my algorithm is completely messed up. Like I'm getting nothing but just trashy movies in my recommendations now. And this one came up and I hadn't heard of it. It's it's as far as I know, not in your VHS collection. Mm. Never heard of it before. No, it's not. And uh, I did what in, what I would have done probably in the eighties at a video store is I saw the thumbnail, which was like the the eighties VHS cover, and I was like, "What is this monstrosity? Must watch." And um, I, yeah, I watched it. So and. <laughs> It was actually thoroughly enjoyable. I think I've watched it three times now. Like, it's so bad, it's good. It, it's there. This is the definition of so bad, it's good in this genre. Love it. You know, what I think is amazing um, is that, like, I've been aware of exploitational genre films from Canada in the 80s, um, mainly because it sort of holds that really nice uh, place within the film world of, you know, not Hollywood you know, but countries mm-hmm. aspiring to be Hollywood or maybe not even aspiring to be Hollywood, aspiring just to be making films. It's got a, it, it feels heaps like an exploitation film. It's got a really great mm-hmm. sort of like colonial antipodean filmmaking quality about <laughs> it. Um, yeah. 
and it's got all the elements. It's trying to pretend it's in America. It's got the rednecks. It's got oh, it is. It's it's got it's it's great, and it's got a and it's mm-hmm. like the thing that doing a little bit of research I found out about Canadian exploitation films in the eighties is that what they tried to do, and similarly in Australia, um, low budgets, but tried to at least get a big name, you know, yeah, a Hollywood actor, yeah. and, and and I guess. Um, we we get that in spades in this one through the fact that we've got um, Ned Beatty who plays Tiny Doyle, the titty club owner, who is sort of like the dude that runs the town. Now yeah. Ned Beatty, mate, he's um he's like really recognisable, but mainly he's probably most recognisable for being in Deliverance. Um, oh, but, uh, which and, one is he? Uh, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know that one. Yeah, that one. Uh, and he was also, but he was also the sheriff in that movie Gator from 1976. So, <laughs> like, he's not scared of like having a crack at some genre films. Um, no. he, he was in that. Also, he was in that movie Rango. You know the um, animation one with the gecko. Oh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah. Um, I like that. Sort movie. of doing the Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson style lizard. Yeah. Um, and he played the, he played the uh, mayor in that. But anyway, Love so it. he's sort of like the American big name in it. And he is thoroughly enjoyable to watch in this movie. He is the best. He's he's acting it like he's kind of in a comedy. Like he's, he's the most self-aware one of this. Like he, he, he's obviously been made to wear the most, <laughs> hilarious costume and he's <laughs> and his hair the way his hair is done up in like a 50s pompadour but with a bald spot at the back and it's all kinds of wrong and if you noticed ad by about three quarters of the way through the movie it's gone from being dyed jet black at the start to being now gray yeah like in the courthouse like all the dyes gone out of it. It's and like, he's back it's like how long did they actually take to make this movie? <laughs> yeah. What kind of stress was the under playing tiny? But he did sort of go through some really interesting costume changes, which looked like he went through the evolution of rockabilly bands yeah. through to yeah. like, he'd be, it, and it was like a rockabilly band. He had a bit of Alvin Stardust in there. There was a little bit of Shaken Stevens, but then oh. there was one outfit he wore. Yeah. which was like a cross between Glenn Danzig and Wolverine, where his hair sort of was like up. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Great. It's, it's thoroughly enjoyable, Lawson, is just to watch oh. Ned Beatty's costume changes and the fact that he is just a really slimy scuzzbag as well. Yeah. Just adds to it. So he's got – so plot time, Lawson, is he's got – like 400 sons, and they all look exactly the same age as him in this movie. Yes, I was going to say, <laughs> that's one of my notes. He's got these sons that are like the same age. Like, there's like there's like 12 <laughs> sons. They're all the same age and look like they're only five years younger than him. Um, yep. But it is like you know, meant to be middle America. So, hey, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, he's he basically runs the town. The police are pretty useless, and um, he gets – Joey Rosso and his dad have a trucking company. Yeah, they so Joey all, Rosso is the son. The son, yeah. Like, like early 20s son. Sort of a little bit John Stamosy looking. Yeah, he's got a bit of a Stamos vibe going. Um, and sure. look, they get on the wrong side of t- Tiny and Tiny sort of sends out the boys to, you know, sort them out and they, they basically want to teach them a lesson and they run uh, Joey's mum. And his sister off the road, and they die. 
and then there's another incident and they're throwing brick the the boys are throwing bricks off bridges and the trucks crash and um joey's dad gets in a pretty serious uh serious way and he's yeah. he gets in a coma um yep. and then they, they assault his girlfriend they sold his girlfriend and joey's just like all the time he's doing the right thing, trying to go to the coppers, the cop, you know, try and the police are just like, you know, you know, there's not much we can do. Our hands are tied. And then, you know, they go through the court system. And like, I think you were saying like the, the brothers and tiny, they get off with a $300 fine because they say it was an accident yeah, that yeah, at, yeah, no, at yeah. no time did the brothers try and disturb, stop the, um, the mother from getting around them or. So. Yeah. They, 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 uh, they are the, Redneck, drunken, protected like, few. <laughs> yeah, ter- terrorizing the town. Like mm. they, they spend the first two thirds of the movie establishing that these guys are horrible, and they they make them do heinous crimes. So you just fucking hate these people. By by the time uh, the vengeance is ready to roll, you really are rooting for Joey to come through and annihilate these guys because they have just walked over everybody drunkenly in the town. And I think that the you've got it right. They've built they've built that up to be really um really sort of like so you're you 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 you're banging for the for the vengeance, the rolling vengeance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, for me it did take a little a little too long to get to the the rolling vengeance. I think that well, yeah, the, the establishing yeah. was like you sort of you know after the first couple of things, it was just like yeah, just let's let's end these guys. Um, yeah. So, but we're look, fanging for a monster truck. You're, you're fanging for a monster truck. So basically, poor old Joey is like he's he's at wit's end. There's nothing more he can do. So he does what any really like sensible. Um, you know, God-fearing man or woman would do is then they go and build a Mad Max-style battle wagon to reap some vengeance on the rednecks, and it is an astounding piece of machinery. Oh, look, mate, you we've talked about this when we first watched it a few weeks ago. Now, the, the welding, the going to scrapyards and piecing together the monster truck montage there's a montage losseners you've got to see it just for the montage and they've got like a real team america jack black with saxophones like building montage it's real real, awesome real middle of the road sort of rock sort of soundtrack which is like and i've got to say that the whole the whole soundtrack through the movie is this weird (laughs) middle of the road like it's 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 hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. kind of out of place, but totally beautiful at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah, it's 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 fitting. It's trashy. There's lots of like really bad late eighties lead guitar, mm. and it's it's pretty funny. It's border borderline like country. Montage. It's it's borderline country, and the montage which I love is build this battle wagon out of scrap metal. In oh. yeah, he's got it's got a metal cutter on the front bumper. It's it like. Yep, it's and it's also got this um, like this drill, and it's flaming out yeah. of its snorkels, and it's all apparently oh, snorkel scavenged, flames. and it's all apparently scavenged from some gratuitously suggestive metal rendering machinery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, the drill that protrudes out the front like a big post hole digger. Yeah, oh my god, um, it is brilliant. And man, what does he do with that? Like, 
because we haven't really chatted about this too much, honestly. How okay? So, how did you feel once he starts rolling that vengeance? Tell me, Adam. What and for the entertainment of the listeners, how'd you go? Well, look, I really, I, I, it was great. Like, yeah, and I, and this comes, <laughs> this comes from the world of like. Yeah, monster trucks were massive in the 80s, dude. Remember when we were kids, it was all oh. about the monster trucks. So it makes heaps of oh, sense yeah. that this the oh. first thing that he does as a vigilante monster truck driver is how satisfying was he just drove through that used car lot and squashed yeah. all of Tiny's men's cars. Like yep. that was yep. it, it, that was so satisfying. That was so good. He sta- yeah, you're right. Ed. He starts off small like he he, he, I mean, he ran through that whole used car yard, but it does escalate, doesn't it? It starts to get more it, personal. It, it, it doesn't take long for to go from crushing personal property to yeah. crushing skulls. Like yeah, he escalates yeah, to right. murder really quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he definitely rolls out some vengeance pretty swiftly. Um, yeah, absolutely. The soundtrack is awesome. It, it really is a murder, murder, rape, revenge movie, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think what I think is that what the, the way that it's been set up and the way that you really look at wanting to barrack for the hero and yeah. you know, oh. take out, you know, it's great. And that's, and it, it, it nails all those parts in it. There is some wonkiness in the, in some of the story plot holes in the storyline, like even how, you know, we've sort of said how shit the cops are. Even mm-hmm. shit, they were shit to persecute the the bad guys, but yep. even sort of shitter about, like, letting a vigilante run through their town. It was kind of like, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to step back and just let these guys sort their own shit out. It'll save me the paperwork. Yeah. Like, it was like. <laughs> the sheriff, the last standing sheriff was like, mm, I can't, I know it's you, Joey. Uh, but, but I, look, I, I maybe maybe you might want to sort of like retire uh, because it would be a shame for you to get busted. But he just keeps on doing it, and and look, they sort uh, of and they sort of let him go. And then at the end, he's a bit of a hero. Yeah. So, um, look, it's funny, man. Like I think that oh, it's awesome. Stephen Hillard Stern was the director. You know, he's working with John. Um, Don Michael Paul, who played Joey. Yeah, actually, this is really good. I'm, and I sort of do this factoid sort of thing. Um, Don Michael Paul was in like a lot of those Tremors movie, you know the Tremor. Like the oh, snake, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I love like, Tremors. Yeah, he was in like Tremor Five, Tremor Six, and Tremor Seven. <laughs> cool, <laughs> that's so cool. And he was also in, um, uh, he was in Kindergarten Cop Two. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> with Dolph Lundgren. So, so, but he was he was he was thoroughly likable, and I think. Um, like having him and having Ned Beatty in there, and all the being the unknown name B actors being the 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 sons of Tiny, just one by one, just being taken out in a very creative way, just just made it really fun. You know, they they spend the last quarter of the movie showcasing how uh, good their monster truck is and what it can do. Like it's got. You know, driving over cars, pushing over a building, pushing over posts. But what they didn't do, Ads, and you know I made notes, uh, they didn't drive through a watermelon stand. Uh, there was no two guys um, walking a vertical pane of glass across the road for them to run through. That would have been good. 
Uh, there was no hitting a car with wooden crates of chickens on the back. Uh, I noticed those things were glaringly not in the movie. I don't know whether that was a budget thing. Maybe they could have been left on the editing floor. I don't know. But I noticed they weren't there. Um, I feel like that they were probably left on the editing floor because I'm sure <laughs> they actually had them in there. Yeah, they probably would have because it was that kind of thing. It's just like, what can cars what can cars do? Um, what else have I got? Oh, um, there's a couple of continuity problems. Like one, one minute, it's like pissing down with rain. And in the next shot, it's all just completely dry. Like it never happened. Um, oh, yeah, maybe a uh, loss in a public service announcement warning. This movie does include a food fight <laughs> with grown men. Just like, just like in a Universal Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, they just wasted a whole bunch of food. Mashed potato, actually. So you know, oh, it's it's the go-to. It's there, the it's cream pies and mashed potato are the go go-to for adult <laughs> food fights, aren't they? Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. mate. It's um, it's good. Like the other thing, the other factoid which I think is really interesting is that there was two battle wagons built for this movie. One oh. was destroyed. And the other one then went on the American monster truck circuit and actually um, was like doing the rounds through. Oh, that's so cool. And it was called Super Pete. And it was used as a monster in monster truck shows throughout the eighties and nineties for year, but like for years, and I think it was like twenty years, like after and it was retired in the early two thousands. <laughs> oh, that's so cool, man! I would have just kept it. I would have just called it Rolling Vengeance. Yeah, that, that's a must sweet been, name for a monster truck. It must have been. You know, I just don't know if uh, Super Pete actually. <laughs> Imagine if this movie was called Super Pete. <laughs> Super Pete, starring Rolling Vengeance. That's nah. a long way around. So, mate, um, so it's, it's, it. it's readily accessible on YouTube. Um, Listeners, watch it. Get on YouTube, type in Rolling Vengeance. You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. We'll put the link up on the, uh, the socials. And, mate, I think that it's, it was interesting to veer from the VHS collection and still dig up a gem, and oh, I feel like that um, exploitation sh- we need to go through because apparently there is a bunch of Canadian exploitation kung fu films too. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, well, my algorithm on YouTube is completely ruined now, Ad. So thanks to me. You know, I'll pro- <laughs> yeah, I'll probably just get a shitload of uh, exploitation come up in my feed now that I've watched Rolling Vengeance three times. Mate, look, we'll leave it there. Uh, thank you for joining me. Let's spend a little bit more um, than usual talking on this one. But you know what? It's been thoroughly enjoyable. I think absolutely. It's it's great to come up to those ones, those movies that are so bad they're good, and this oh, one is definitely because we've done a few so bad they're bad. Um, so it's nice to mm-hmm. revisit this wheelhouse. So, <laughs> oh yeah, this. This is a good one. I'll, I'll stand behind this one. Yeah, Mate, sure I reckon I reckon this might uh, kick us off for a little bit of road revenge uh, goodness. Hey, we might have a, a dig through yeah, the dig so. through the catalogs and see if we can do some revenge movies. Um, Let's do it. 
So, listeners, uh, you can catch us on all the platforms where you get your podding goodness. Just search Wastelands Radio Show. We're on the socials at Wastelands Radio Show. Um, flick us a DM or if you want to send us an email at wastelandsradioshow at gmail.com. If you don't like subscribing to the podcasting platforms, you can go to wastelands.com.au and get your pod straight from the source. But until next time, Marco Mark, is there anything more you would like to add? It's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Wastelands. It's over! It's finished!